Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All righty, loves. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN on a Tuesday. Good to have you with us uh, on the radio. And I'm just uh, doing some... Uh, I'm just doing some messing around with the computer trying to get uh, what I want uh, to pop up because I have recently changed computers and uh, just trying to get used to the whole thing, uh, how the how this new highfalutin stuff works. So anyway, welcome to the show. And, uh, you know, there's one thing that uh, Buffalonians like to do, uh, that is watch football. The other thing Buffalonians like to do is drink. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about drinking. The uh, first part of the program today, a story from uh, the WIVB website. Some hard news for those who like to imbibe adult beverages from time to time. The United States may soon change its alcohol guidelines. Current guidelines, which have been in place since the 1990s, stipulate that men should stick to no more than two alcoholic beverages a day. Women should cut themselves off after one drink. Dr. George Koob, director of the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, recently told the Daily Mail the United States could follow a recent move by Canada. The country recently adjusted its recommendations, uh, suggesting people limit themselves to two alcoholic drinks in a week's time, down from the previous 15 weekly drinks for men and 10 for women in order to reduce health risks associated with drinking. Okay, so, uh, boy, a whole bunch of questions here uh, come into mind. Uh, first of all, be honest, and, and you don't have to use your uh, real name. And, yes, the yellow jacket uh, bite, uh, the, the, yeah, the yellow jacket bite starting to itch today. Today's itch day. So uh, a couple of things. Number one, um, how much, on, honestly, be, be very, very honest, how much do you drink? Is it beer? Is it uh, spiritous liquors? Is it wine? How much do you drink? Is it two drinks a day? Is it two drinks a week? Is it never? Maybe you used to drink and you gave it up. Maybe you hit rock bottom, as they say, and you stopped drinking altogether. Know a few people like that. Um, 
want to talk about uh, drinking habits. I mean, drinking is something that is a, uh, I don't know, for most people, it seems to be a social event. It's something you go out uh, and socially do. You go out, you have dinner, you have uh, a glass of wine or two, and all is good. Remember a few years ago, poor Johnny Carson, a very famous late-night TV talk show host before the Jay Leno uh, era, um, he got busted, he got pulled over for a DUI out in California and said, geez, I had two glasses of wine with dinner. Now, whether or not he actually had two glasses of wine with dinner, I don't have the foggiest, but um, anyway, uh, yeah, what's going on over at Cheektowaga Town Park is apparently they found a body, so that's why the Cheektowaga police are there, just in case you wanted to know. So anyway, sorry, that was like a, it had nothing to do with the topic at hand, but I just felt like uh, passing on some uh, information. So anyway, how much, how much do you drink, and could you keep it to two drinks a week? And I don't know that the average Buffalonian, and I mean the average, they're going to be, look, it's it's like we talked about yesterday. It's like a bell curve, okay? Starts out with zero, then it goes to, let's say, 100, then it goes back down to zero uh, over a period of time, and it is, uh, you know, it, it, it is, uh, it, it's a bell curve. Um, some people don't drink at all. I'd love to hear from people who don't drink at all. Do you not drink at all? Presuming, of course, you are of age. I would like to hear from people who have more than two drinks a day. I'd like to hear from people who have more than two drinks a week, which I might add would pretty much include everybody I know has many more than two drinks a week. We're talking more like two to three a day. Minimum is what people have. And yes, that includes Sundays. Um, and I'm not speaking of myself necessarily. I'm talking about people that I know and know well. Uh, now, obviously, uh, there are some people who need to watch it with the booze consumption, particularly um, heart patients. Huh, it's not very good for uh, heart patients, but then again, what is? I mean, seriously, you're having a French fry, you evil, horrible person. How much is it that you drink? Is there anybody out there who thinks we should return to prohibition of alcohol? Boy, that would be an interesting uh, concept, that we should return to prohibition. Um, Are there people listening who had issues with alcohol? And maybe, and we mentioned this a few weeks ago on one of the shows, but uh, maybe you basically hit a point where you were at rock bottom and you decided, wow, you've got a problem and you'd best do something about it. Kind of curious where you are in drinking. Could you keep it to two drinks a week, men? Two drinks a week. And um, we've got football season coming up. And I've got news for you based on my experiences uh, with people I used to know at uh, uh, parties to watch football games. Um, two drinks would not even cover the first five minutes of the first quarter, okay? Not to say that these people were a bunch of alcoholics, but they enjoyed their liquor. They enjoyed their booze. And, of course, every time the Bills scored a field goal or a touchdown, uh, the shots were poured and the tray was passed around. I mean, I don't know what my maximum happens to be. Don't know what the maximum is, uh, but thank God there is Uber. Uh, of which I've availed myself on several occasions, just in case. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Do you drink? 
do you not drink? Did you used to drink and you gave it up? How many drinks a week, honestly, would you say you have on a, on a regular basis? And, uh, you know, anybody, anybody out there just absolutely, totally give up boozing altogether? And is it beer? Is it uh, hard liquor? Is it wine? I mean, everybody seems to have gone wine crazy in the United States, okay? Wine has almost become this cult thing in the United States. I mean, you look at your fee- at your Facebook feed, and it's wine, 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 without the H, I might add. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, my alcoholic beverage of choice, only because it is low-calorie and high-impact, is, uh, is tequila. I, I do enjoy my tequila, and there are certain brands that I really like and certain brands that are just uh, acceptable. You know, it's like, okay, well, it, it, beats, it beats anything else, so I think I'll have that. Uh, some of the stuff I like tends to be on the expensive side with the fancy bottle, but uh, that's just a once-in-a-while treat. Uh, it's nothing that I'm going to invest uh, thousands of dollars in every year. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Is two drinks a week realistic for you, men? Is one drink a week realistic for you, ladies? Are you actually going to abide by these guidelines? I'm sorry. This is Buffalo, New York, and Buffalo is a serious drinking town. I'm sorry. I know there are a lot of health people out there. But Buffalo is a serious drinking town, okay? It really, it, it, it is. Uh, let's go to some calls, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And maybe it is that you don't drink at all. Maybe you just never have. Maybe you did, but uh, ran into some issues. And uh, Josh Schmidt, for some reason, I cannot seem to click on uh, line one. There we go. Uh, you're on WBEN. Dave, hello. Hey, Tom. Uh, Dave here. Listen, when I was in uh, freshman at Kinesis College, you know, the guys went out, we, uh, you know, went to the party Park Meadows. Remember that? And uh, drank a few drinks. Next morning, got up, felt like crap. And I said, you got to be kidding me. Why do, wanna, why do people want to feel this way? So the next day, I just said, forget about it. It's not worth it. And uh, I think the, why people drink in this area, because they want to change their reality. They don't like the reality. And what's the reality they're trying to change? Well, there's probably a lot of undiagnosed mental illness in this area. But why this so area? They're trying to self-medicate. Why, why this area? Why not uh, Tennessee? Why not Kentucky? Why oh, not no, Nebraska? It's all over. It's all over. Are you kidding me? It's everywhere. So you, you don't believe you don't believe in I mean you are entitled uh, sir obviously you're entitled to your beliefs but obviously you believe that anybody who drinks has some kind of a mental illness no excessive drinking define excessive every day they got to drink every day so if somebody has one glass of wine every day you would say that is excessive drinking nope then what is? I'm confused. What do you think, like six pack a day? Six pack a day? Yeah. I guess uh, that depends on uh, the person's tolerance. Uh, some people can drink a six pack and be perfectly fine. Yeah, for how many years? Well, 
I don't know. I suppose that depends on the individual's tolerance, too. The point that I'm trying to make is, in this area, the effects of alcohol, and it comes with other non-nutritional problems. That's why Roswell exists in this area. Well, I think there's a lot of reasons Roswell exists in this area, uh, not just limited to uh, to booze. Somebody I know died of liver cancer. They didn't drink whatsoever. Yeah, what do you think some of the cancer comes from? Pretty bad nutrition and even drinking excessive alcohol. Well, alcohol is, is, I mean, look, I mean, you're asking me a question. I'd like to answer it before you go on. I mean, alcohol is one of the risk factors for throat cancer. That's true. But so is a certain form of, uh, shall we say, uh, adult pleasure, a major source of throat cancer. Yeah. Well. (laughs) Are we going to outlaw that? Okay. You can only do that once a week with your wife. (laughs) <laughs> you're good you're funny tap you're a good one trying to be trying to be no but always, look if, if somebody's there, buddy. <laughs> nice um if somebody it's very good by the way if uh if somebody's doing a six-pack every night i think he could probably make the argument that they're an alcoholic um we might have some go. people who we might have some people who disagree with that. I I know somebody well, at a very young age who drank herself to death, and it was a very ugly, hideous death. So then you got to ask the question: Why did they do that? Uh, I have a lot of theories, but uh, since people know of whom I'm probably speaking, I will uh, not answer that. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I agree. I, I, I would say I would say that self medication had something to do with it. Now, let me ask you this: You don't drink, do you? Smoke weed? No. no. So, what do you do when you go to a party as the non-drinker, as the teetotaler? Yeah, you take tonic water with lime, and that's about it. So what? Well, you I just need, want to remind you. you just, drink? I just, I just want to remind you of something. Hitler was yeah, a teetotaler. Ahead. Hitler was a teetotaler. He didn't drink. <laughs> may, may, maybe he should have. He didn't drink. Stalin did. Right. Roosevelt did, and Churchill most certainly did. And who won the war? <laughs> the drinkers <laughs> won the war. You got a point there, so I never thought about that. See, uh, yeah. but. No, look, I, I certainly respect from where you're coming. I mean, you, you tried it. You did not like the way it made you feel the next day. Yeah. And you just, it's just, it's just not your bag. And that's, that's totally cool, man. Well, that's totally cool. I mean, what, now, of, are, are you, are you a married, are you a married man? Are you single? What's the story? Yeah. 37 years married. Yep. And how about your wife? Does she and, drink? And my wife, my wife has a glass of wine every night. And you you don't ride her for that. You don't like say, no, honey, I think you've got no, a problem. No, no, she, not at all. Could she limit that to one glass of wine a day? Oh yeah, I'm she sorry, has one, one glass, glass of wine every I, night. I beg your pardon, yeah. I misspoke. One glass of wine per week. Oh, I doubt it. So she, she enjoys she enjoys her wine. Yeah, well, I mean, look, a lot of people do. I mean, there, there's no yeah. denying it. Um, I, guess, Buffalo, I guess what I, I'm getting at is excessiveness. Well, I guess it depends on your definition of excessiveness. I mean, some people, yeah. I wouldn't know any of them, well, can have six doubles right, of tequila, right. and it's, they're totally fine. I mean, you'd never even know it. And other people have a shot of tequila, and they're uh, on the floor. Well, ask the breathalyzer test with the cops. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why, thank God, there's uh, Lyft and Uber. (laughs) 
and thank God point. your wife only has one glass of wine a night because she can drive. Then again, you don't drink, so that's never going to be a problem. No. Well, yeah, All right, right. So a, a, a non-drinker and you do it to avoid cancer. Are there other no, foods? No, not, not really because it makes me feel better. Okay. Well, you mentioned cancer. Roswell Park, so I thought maybe that there was a family history of cancer that had been uh, at least yeah, partially there, yeah, caused. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I mean, it, yeah. you know, for for the longest time, my friend, there was, uh, you know, there were certain risk factors for or for uh, for throat cancer. Number one was smoking. Number two was drinking alcohol. Now uh, that has been surpassed by a certain act performed upon women. Um, that is like yeah. the number one cause of uh, throat cancer. Yeah, nobody thinks about that. Oh, I think about it every time. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I thank you for. I got. I got to go. Nice talking to you. All right, brother. Thanks. Thanks I very much, man. I, I appreciate the call. <laughs> Let's see. Every time what? Uh, every time I think about throat cancer, uh, that's uh, I, th- I think of drinking. That's what I was talking about. Um, all right. So, do you drink? How much do you drink? What is your uh, spirit of choice? Do you not drink? Which is look, it's totally cool. There might be people listening out there who they don't drink, but they smoke weed every single day. And uh, I'm kind of curious about that. I mean, not everybody is a drinker, although this is Buffalo, New York. And like I said, my uh, beverage of choice, uh, alcohol-wise, is uh, a fine tequila. And there's a really simple reason for that. Number one, it goes down like water. Number two, it's one of the lowest calorie alcoholic beverages there is. So that's why I made the choice from some of the bourbons to uh, tequila. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say I could drink pretty much anybody under the table, but uh, I could pretty much drink anybody under the table. Anyway, 803, that's something of which to be proud, Tom. Yes, thank you. See, what Buffalo needs is a Drinker's Hall of Fame. Forget about Buffalo Broadcast Hall of Fame, but local sports Hall of Fame. We need a Drinker's Hall of Fame, folks. Hey, it worked great for my brother dead at 65 anyway uh 803-0930 star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Everybody had this album in the 1970s. Everybody. Anyway, it's uh, 2.35 at News Radio 9.30 WBEN. So the United States may soon change its alcohol guidelines to two a week for men, one a week for women, which ain't going to fly in Buffalo. So kind of curious about your drinking habits. And look, if if you drink and you don't want to use your first name or your hometown, I don't really care. Every man can be Sam. Every woman can be Samantha, for all I care. But I'm trying to get a sense for where Western New York is on drinking. Um, I drink pretty much every day. Uh, I don't drink to excess. And if there's ever any doubt about that, I Uber. It's a lot easier to just go back the next day and get the car than it is to risk a DUI. And actually, uh, coming back from dinner last night, I came as close as you can come to hitting a deer, ladies and gentlemen. This deer, I don't know from where it came. It came from the left, and it went right in front of the car. My instant reactions allowed me to slam on the brakes, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm going to tell you, this deer was about one inch away from being hit. So uh, good reaction time, Tom, even after loading up on uh, food. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. And again, uh, Josh, I'm going to have to turn the computer on and off during the uh, break because the uh, little pointy thing isn't working. Here's uh, Ken in Buffalo. Ken, you are on WBEN. Hello. Good afternoon, Tom. Um, I don't drink. Uh, I have My family has a history of alcoholism. My father was a terrible alcoholic, and by that I mean he was – he wasn't bad at it. He was very good at it. <laughs> but uh, my mother made me promise not to drink, and I kept that promise until I entered the service. And then all uh, then all uh, bets were off after that. And uh, Tony, was, the armed forces are no good for people. No, well, uh, not if they uh, not if they fosters a, a generation of alcoholics. Uh, but the thing was, my first duty station was Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and. Liquor was extremely cheap down there. A mixed drink, a quarter, a beer, ten cents. You know, so it's not it's not easy. It's not hard to get addicted to alcohol. So anyway, I woke up one morning and I couldn't do my job. And at that point, I says, "Do you really want to end up like your father?" And so I just put the bottle down and I never took another drink. Really, it was it was that easy. How old were you? Like in your twenties, I presume. Oh, I was about about twenty one, twenty two. Um, very interesting. What was your, uh, what was your drink of choice? Well, usually it was rum. Yeah, I can imagine. Bacardi 151. Well, I'm, I'm going to confess that, uh, when I go to Jamaica, my drinking day starts very early and ends very, very late. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we no. have one liver. I believe it's important to exercise that liver. Um, no. I think it's vital. Uh, to you know, to to make sure the liver is properly functioning, the LFTs come back just fine. Thank you. Uh, but as far as the uh, 
as far as like your social life is concerned, do you ever run into people who say you ever run into adult peer pressure? Like, uh, you know, New Year's Eve, everybody's uh, passing a tray of champagne around and you're saying, "Uh uh-uh, nope, not I. That's it. Uh, if, uh, if it's champagne, I'll have ginger ale. Wow. So your family has a history of alcoholism. You started to fall into dissolution during your time at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and uh, the rest is history. That's about the size of it. Yes, indeed. Uh, like I say, uh, I, I, know I don't preach to people or anything like that. If that's what they want to do, that's just fine with me. But my own personal choice, and that's what I do. Uh, may I may I say something else? Well, as long as it's on target, sure. Oh well, yeah. You were talking about prohibition. Uh, should we have prohibition back in this country? Well, do we really want to foster another generation of Al Capones? Well, we already do that with cocaine, meth, fentanyl. Uh, I mean, heroin. I mean, I'm sure you'll agree that if it wasn't for uh, prohibition, we probably wouldn't have as big of a problem with organized crime as we do today. Um, yes, I, with respect to alcohol, you are correct. With respect to meth, uh, with respect to meth, cocaine, and heroin, we have a huge problem with organized crime among certain biker gangs in collusion and cahoots with the cartels south of the border. So organized crime is alive and well, but the days of Al Capone and Salvatore Lucana are over, and now it's a bunch of people whose names I don't know. Oh, really? oh, I realize that. But, but you know, of course, if it wasn't for prohibition, John Kennedy might not have been elected because his father, Joe Kennedy, was a tremendous bootlegger and he used a lot of that money to finance his political campaign. Well, that is the uh, that is the allegation, yes, against uh, Joseph against Joseph Kennedy, the father of uh, JFK and a brood of offspring. Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, Kennedy was also one of the architects of the Munich Appeasement Agreement, uh, oh, yeah. which basically yeah. led to uh, World War II. Uh, now, JFK was not a teetotaler. Uh, we know that much. Oh, no, no, he certainly wasn't. No, no. no. Have, you ever seen, have you ever seen Boardwalk Empire? Uh, you know what? I could, I, you know, I could never get into Boardwalk Empire. I saw the episode where the Al Capone character did like a tablespoon full of cocaine mm-hmm. when they were in the truck, and I was thinking, okay, this is not realistic. No, probably not. I'm sure a lot of it was done for entertainment value, but uh, uh, you know, I found it entertaining, if not entirely truthful. That's for sure. But, yeah, uh, I, look, I, I know it's a great series, and maybe someday I'll get into it. I know I tried to get into it, and I just never could. So yeah, well, it's one of those things. Steve it, Buscemi is a, is a great actor. Uh, Steve Buscemi is absolutely a phenomenal actor, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Ken, uh, who is a non-drinker. All right, so uh, the non-drinkers are uh, proliferating today. And uh, don't worry, uh Josh Schmidt, I'll take care of the computer when I get off uh, during the next break, uh, that is to say, the air. Uh, Let's go to Tim in Niagara Falls. Tim, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, uh, Tom. How are you doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, um, yeah, I just wanted to say, I mean, I'm surprised I called in. Um, Well, I'm not surprised because the one thing that really gets me is – anything about alcohol. I am a recovering alcoholic. I am 61 years old. 
I have not had a drink in over 31 years. I quit drinking when I was 29 going on 30 when I found out uh, uh, one day that I was going to be a father. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my wife passed away a little over five years ago, but the, that woman that wanted to be with me, uh, for some reason, even though I was a mess back in those days, uh, she, she ended up pregnant with my child. Uh, she ended up uh, having her own problems physically. Diabetic neuropathy ended up uh, killing my wife about uh, in June of 18. But I'll tell you, I'm here today. I'm talking to you on the radio right now because of that woman that couldn't take care of herself. And because she helped save my life by letting me become a father, and my 30-year-old son is at the house right now. We still live together. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's chasing his dreams. He actually tried to drink when he was around 21 years old. He came to us about a year later and told us, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do, mom and dad. But, you know, and I knew something was wrong. And he was like, you know, I've been drinking. And I'm like, oh, my God. If that is the worst thing, this is good because as, my, as when my son was born and as he grew up, I taught him everything there was about addiction, alcoholism, drug addiction, because it runs in my family. Some people's brain chemistry will just not allow them to successfully drink. I commend you and anybody that can socially drink because that is the accepted norm. But for me personally, I cannot do it. The first time I drank when I was 15 years old, I, I blacked out. And I oh, you. continually did that. And I knew that there was something wrong with me when I drank. So it took until I was almost 30, and it took a miracle for me to quit drinking. But by becoming a father, that gave me the strength to say to myself, do you want to let your own flesh and blood down the way you've let yourself down? And I just didn't want to do it. And I haven't had a drink, Tom, in over 31 years. It's not a hard thing for me to do. I, I did the AA. I did all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I got a very good handle on it. And uh, my life is great. I'm healthy. I work a lot. And uh, I, I don't have a bad day. I have not had a bad day since the day my wife passed away in 2018. That was the last bad day I ever had. And it's all because I just accepted the fact that I'm an alcoholic and I cannot drink alcohol. I'm very outspoken about it. I talk to people at work about it because I work with a lot of younger people and I see addiction all around me. It is the worst thing in the world, Tom. What, what kind of addiction? Alcohol or drugs? What are we talking about? Well, Tom, I, you know, I feel like alcohol is a drug. Um, well, other drugs. Other drugs. Yeah. Uh, well, what are you asking me? Uh, is it only the alcohol you're seeing as a drug issue at work, and is it, or is it uh, other uh, drugs like cannabis, uh, at, cocaine, meth, whatever? Now, at work, I see uh, I see a lot of younger men. Uh, I work with a lot of men that are uh, all the way down to twenty one, you know, like twenty one to forty years old. Or a lot of the people where I work, I work at a I work in Tonawanda at a tire production facility, hmm. and uh, we, uh, 
I, I see so many guys that are just, you know, they don't want they're you know, it's all seven to sevens on the weekend for, you know, a couple of the shifts there. And I see guys that are just coming in like lagging and I'm like, Oh, and you know, like I'll talk to a few of them and I, 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 you know, I try to get them to open up and I actually have people come to me and tell me, yeah, you know, I, I, I have, you know, I have this issue and I've been drinking too much. And I'm like, man, you should think about that because you know, you're, for some people, they just their brain chemistry won't allow them. I mean, it won't it won't allow me. It wouldn't allow one man in my family on my father's side, which there's nine men, and every single man could not drink successfully. And I, of those nine men, am the only one that actually quit drinking and has sustained that. And I would never take a drink. Isn't it going to suck if you're the one who ends up with the liver issues? I'm sorry, uh, but yes. some, somebody I know never drank and ended up dying at a relatively young age because of liver cancer. So um, I, I was absolutely amazed to find out that they were not a drinker. But, I mean, you uh, you only talk to people when they talk to you about it because they know your feelings. You don't go out and proselytize or knock door to door. No, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, 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 see, I can see clearly in the – I, I just see issues with addiction with people so clearly. It's so easy for me to see. Uh, you know, I might study them for a week or two or a month. And if I decide that the time is right, I'll, I'll just, you know, like talk to them. And a lot of times some of these people, like where I work at, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a blackout drinker. I'm like, well, uh, that's, that's an issue. You should work on that that's not good <laughs> well t- tim i just 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 so you know sir just so you know i i don't keep booze around the house unless and, and here's here's the caveat unless i've had a major and painful surgery and if i have had a major and painful surgery it is not unusual for me to go through a bottle of basil hayden or a bottle of patron in a single day literally for medicinal purposes otherwise i don't keep it at home that's fine. That's fine. And like I said, I commend you because you can successfully drink. I mean, social drinking is the accepted norm. And I think most people that drink can do that. But, you know, then you have your people that are not going to tell you, well, you know, I did have a blackout once or I did, I did do this and it was very embarrassing or blah, blah, blah. And there's, there's, so many people that drink successfully, I feel, that are kind of, they're kind of like, they, they might not say a thing or two or three or 20 or 30, because over the years, some of these things happen. And if those kind of things are happening and it's causing problems in your life, you need, you need to address that. Don't you agree? Yeah, if you're waking up on the kitchen floor and you have no recollection of how or where you got there, that probably is an issue. Um, I'm glad things are working out for you, Tim. Thank you uh, very much. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. I enjoyed speaking with you. My, my pleasure, my love. Uh, we're talking about drinking, and the U.S. government might refine its alcohol uh, recommendation to two weeks, uh, two drinks per week for a guy, one drink a week for a woman. Brenda on the east side, you're on WBEN. Uh, what is your drinking life like? Very, very minimal. Very minimal. Occasionally, I'll have a 
wine, but it has to be like real sweet, like something like a Mogan David or a Moscato. That's the only type of wine that I like. And it's not very much because as of as I was going from, well, into adulthood, I, I would say maybe I might have been about 19, 20 years old. I remember going to a wedding and I was I had had a tooth problem and I drank a little because I'm going to tell you, I was, I'm a minister's daughter. And at that point, it was a sneaky type of thing. So I drank so And when I came home uh, from the thing, I was still, I wasn't tipsy, but I wasn't that tipsy. And I went up to my room and, and the next morning I got up, which was Sunday to go to church. And I popped a pain pill at that time. It was a pain pill that Dennis had given me called a Darvon. And I popped a pain pill and I got so sick. It was like I had got dressed and I went to my mother and sweat was and I didn't know what was going on. And I told her, I am so sick. I don't know. And she said, you are sweat. So I didn't go to church. But I after I slept everything off and thought about it, I had remembered I had drank some stuff the night before at the wedding. So that really basically stopped me from drinking uh, anything. And we didn't have wine or anything in the house because my father was uh, very strict about that. However, I'm not going to say he didn't at times take his whatever he did. He just didn't do it around us. But I uh, grew up really, really not really drinking much, but um, as I told this screener, when I go to a party, I don't like to go empty-handed, especially when I know there's people that will be drinking at the party. I, yes. I'll bring a bottle or two of sparkling grape juice or something that I can enjoy sparkling grape juice. And most of the time when I bring it, I just barely get a glass of it because it'd be gone. <laughs> but, and if I go to a bar, I, I like to do karaoke, and I like to go to a bar sometime. I'll either get a ginger ale or I'll get a, um, if they're serving hot drinks, I'll have a tea. Because I, I just don't drink, I don't believe in drinking driving, and I just don't, um, I don't even chance it. But I still have fun because I be with people that I have fun with. I did have a sister-in-law that did die of sclerosis of the liver. She was a heavy drinker and she, she drank very heavily and uh, it, it eventually killed her. Killed so Brenda, her. do you think, for, forgive the interruption, but do you think your sister was self-medicating for something? Because one of our earlier callers said that uh, he thought the drinkers were self-medicating. I don't know for sure. My husband, who didn't, he he very seldom drank too. He very seldom uh, drank. Uh, he was it was his sister, and he was like he wasn't sure. If, he don't know why she started with that. It was it, more than likely the uh, people she hung with and and the people that were around her, and and they were doing a lot of that stuff. But even though I be around, I was around that a lot. I still stayed within my limit because I I didn't do it, but I stayed within the things that were my comfort zone, which was my a Pepsi or a can of pop or something like that. I might, if my husband um, did have something and I said, well, what does that taste? And he said, oh, it's a sweet wine. Just taste it. I taste it. Uh, it was a dry wine. No, uh-uh, no, this is not sweet. It ain't got no sugar in it. <laughs> you know? have, oh, no, have you no. tried sangria? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sangria was the wine of choice back when I was a teenager. I remember oh. there was the Sangria, then there was uh, Boone's Farm. There was another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember well, the ground, the ground Round, I don't know if you ever had a Ground Round uh, by you when you were growing up, but Ground Round had the best Sangria. I've yet to find one that equals the Ground Round Sangria. 
Oh, no, I I don't remember uh, that. But it was oh. like I, I went to to the, one of the local colleges and we I remember when uh, Buff State put the pub in. They had a pub in during the time. I'm talking about 69, 70. They had a pub for us. And many of us spent time in there when I was going to Buff State. <laughs> we would uh, you could do that. And, and a lot of the uh, be in there and then go to class, you know, so it was a lot. <laughs> You know, that's really interesting you mentioned that at UB, I'm not sure if they still do, but they had, uh, was it the Ratzkeller? And a lot of my classmates would spend every single night getting hammered when I was spending every single night working. And a lot of the people who spent every single night getting hammered, I saw them for the first year of school and then they kind of bowed out. Uh, But they did get a BA in alcoholism, so I guess they had that going for them. Uh, Brenda, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Okay, uh, it's a, always a pleasure. My, no, my pleasure. My okay. love, thank you. Bye. It is uh, 2.55 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Talking about your drinking habits. Are you a non-drinker? Did you used to be a drinker, but you gave it up? Uh, maybe you still drink. How much do you drink? What is your drink of choice? Is it beer? Is it spiritous liquor? Is it um, wine? What is it? I mean, and you have to admit, there is a wine cult in western New York, and I think in the United States. There is a definite wine cult. Frankly, I I just I cannot get into wine. I My poisons of choice tend to be, uh, well, I'll I'll, I'll I'll take responsibility for naming a brand here. Basil Hayden on the one end of the spectrum, and uh, there's a very expensive tequila on the other end of the spectrum, but that isn't an everyday thing by any stretch of the imagination. It's like, uh, I don't know, $30 a shot, $200 a bottle, something along those lines. It's worth every penny, but uh, let's face it, um, one's budget only goes so far. Uh, 2.56 at News Radio 930 WBEN. You and drinking. Could you stay to two drinks a week if you're a guy, one drink a week if you are a woman? That might soon be the government recommendations. Uh, they also actually want you to wear a mask as you drink, which I think is kind of weird, personally, on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.